We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. That was a weird one. You know, I went to, I, I always try to go, and I pulled it too far, so I went. It was like a weird, like, half pop sound, too, though. Yeah, all right. Um, welcome into Beers on Us. Welcome Hello. back into Beers on Us. That's Hello. us. That's you. That's me. That's us. We I'm do this. Mike Lynch. You're Patrick Harris. Uh, yes, I love the band Goose. <laughs> exactly uh, you can find us most places you can find podcasts apple Podcasts, google play stitcher omni odyssey app 10 to the fan.com instagram.com slash beers on us is our main hub also we are uh twitter at beers on us pod facebook.com slash beers on us we drop every thursday at four o'clock thereabouts in the afternoon pacific time for our giant east coast crowd just so you guys remember it's 4 p.m. Pacific. That's that's time. 7 p.m. your time. Yes, if you're in the middle of the country, that is six o'clock your time. Shout out Camac, Georgia. If you are in the mountain time zone, that is five o'clock your time. Shout out Missoula, Montana. Sure. The shore? I said sure. Oh, the shore. Got it. What? What? I just said sure. <laughs> just with a weird Jersey accent, I suppose. Don't call me Shirley. Um Welcome back in. Thank you guys for listening. We've been doing these a couple weeks in a row again to get us back on track. Uh, we've got ideas. We've got plans. Got lots of ideas, yeah. Uh, we've <clears> got <throat> the the very first beer trivia episode. I don't know how this is going to go. Right. This is kind of a, <clears throat> let's, uh, let's see how <clears throat> this works. I'm actually terrified because I feel like I should get these and I'm going to get them wrong. Uh, no, I, I made sure to make them a little bit more tricky uh, so it's not like there's a couple that I think you'll get. Where really do you work currently? I've got it. <laughs> Culmination Brewing. Damn it. Damn I missed it. it. <laughs> ah, that's even in the wrong state. Ah. Um, my idea with this is more large scale. Okay. In that if this works, I think it would be cool to do some version of a hangout with listeners that includes beer trivia. Like, make it a trivia night. <clears throat> the but... infamous giant party with all of our listeners we've been trying to throw since the month before COVID hit. Yes. Uh, we did a, a gathering with we did about a, a small gathering. eight to ten listeners 
when we drop the hazy beer of the week with Berelick. But which I'd is, like to do which is more people than I thought listen to this podcast. So thank you. <laughs> I'd like to do something like that. Maybe have it be like Jeopardy or something like that. And you know, just it's just a little like brainchild idea. I kind of came up in my head. Talk of me in a naughty nurse outfit. That is all from you. I just said, who's going to be our Vanna White? And you said, I'll walk around in a naughty nurse outfit. I was like, I mean, you said it. <laughs> like, I didn't say anything. And I just said, naughty nurse, and I'll do it ready to go. Yes. Um, so <clears> we'd <throat> like to do that at some point if this does seem like a feasible thing that we can do across the board. I have eight questions for Patrick, eight trivia questions. And uh, well, you know, you guys can guess along and tell us how much you got right. DM us on Instagram.com slash beers on us. Boom. Uh, weekend beer wise. Boy, I've been a really, really bland Billy the last few weeks. I have gone super, super conservative and just kind of had a couple of beers that I like. And uh, this last week, I got myself a four-pack of sticky hands. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a little birthday party I went to, and it was kind of, uh, I've got some stuff, but if you want something specific, you should bring it. So I went for the nice, strong IPA so I could get a little extra buzz going. And uh, I also bought myself a four-pack of the Wanderlust, which I thought tasted really good this time. It was quite fresh. And uh, I did break into the Northwest, uh, uh, the the Red Chair, the Northwest Pale Ale. Not loving it as much this year. Mm. And it is, it's it's fresh or fresh-ish. It was from the supermarket, but it was within the last month that they bottled it. I I wasn't, I'm not feeling it as much this year for some reason. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's oxidized. There's something in it that just feels off. Whereas before, I went like, at the brewery and and like at Deschutes. I, and plus, I think it was just like time and place. You know, a little bit of that kind of in your placebo effect. Well, I was but like, if, sweet red chair. Well, I've got time for one beer. This is excellent. I think also having it at the brewery is different than a month old in a bottle mm. at a supermarket, too. So, you know, that's uh, that's kind of what I've had. That's about it. And it's been pretty boring otherwise. I uh, I, I, I finished the Basil Hayden bottle, and I very much enjoyed it. So. Uh, that a boy. Yeah. <laughs> that a boy. Also got my roommate to try it, and he was like, this is really good. <laughs> so, uh, My week in beer, um, I, I, I went to uh, my local watering hole, and we threw a little casserole cook-off competition with the Royal Rumble in the background, which is probably one of the, which is my favorite wrestling event. Is the Royal Rumble. I love the Royal Rumble itself. You win it, you get a title shot at WrestleMania, and they point at the sign, and it's really awesome. One of the worst pay-per-views I've seen in a long time. You may as well be speaking Japanese. I don't... <clears throat> it's okay. I know nothing about wrestling. Just not a great wrestling event, um, like, from from the uh, viewership standpoint. But I went, to this, I went to this party at my local watering hole, and I drank three cans of that Typo Pills from Varietal and Lowercase Collab that I talked about last week. Yes. They had it on the shelf, and it is... I should have grabbed one for us to do. That beer is just excellent. I cannot rave enough about how much I love that beer. So that's kind of what stands out to me from what I drank. But I got a really cool story. Uh, I moved. I'm officially... A campsite. Yes, you are. I no longer live in North Portland. So hoity-toity now. I turned in my keys on Monday. I am now fully committed to Southwest Washington and, more importantly, Southeast Southwest Washington in the Camus life um, as I live there. Um, but what happened was we spent the weekend finishing moving. Mm-hmm. And so I have all this cellar beer that I've still got to move. And the movers were kind of like, yo, boss. Booze. Where's the booze? And I was like, yo, man, booze goes there. And he was like, cool. 
Then like the three or four boxes later, he was like, same spot? I was like, same spot. So that was kind of fun. But I had two random bottles that weren't, that were bigger than the than the 22 boxes that I had to put everything in. So they were separate. So I put them in the back of my fiance's car. One of them being a raspberry lambic uh, from Dre Fontaine that cost me $50 that I bought last year or two years ago that I'm going to have on my 50th birthday. I think you've talked about that. I've talked about this in the past. Didn't we have a Dre Fontaine yes. from The Messenger? Yes, we did. And this one, it was like Best Buy my 51st birthday. And so I was like, oh, we'll have it on my 50th birthday. And then the other was this old 750 uh, hand-bottled Brett Forward Sour from Breakside called Boujolet Avec Brett. And I've had this beer for five years, okay. something like that. I imagine it's not very good anymore. Like the time has passed. They were in the back of the car. We get back to the house. Everything's fine. My fiance starts unloading, and then all of a sudden she realizes she comes into the house as I'm doing stuff, and she goes, "This broke," and is the Boujolet Avec Brett. Oh, thank God it wasn't the other one. I know, thank God. And it broke in the car. And I, and she was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, girl, don't worry about it. It's probably totally fine. That beer probably sucked anyway. And she goes, okay, okay. We'll come out to the car. Checked out the car, make sure there wasn't stuff being wet or things like that. And I smelled and I was like, whoa, your car reeks of Britannomyces. That's kind of cool. <laughs> like a cop's not going to know that Britannomyces is an alcohol. So you're good to go. And then she goes, well, I'm just, you know, I was worried, like, what if this beer was really good? And I I literally, in the back of her car, was, like, smelling, and I'm smelling this spilled beer. And I went, wow, that bread is, that bread smells great. And then I got a little closer and started smelling the beer, and I was like, that beer smells terrible. <laughs> this beer was probably so awful. Yeah. And so I dodged a bullet of drinking a bad beer. Plus, I was worried it was going to explode. I don't actually think it broke. I think it exploded. Okay. I think some a little, movement little around. too much movement. Yeah, I think a little movement around made it explode. Well, thank God it wasn't your 50-year-old birthday beer. Thank God. I've that would have been that. really, really disappointing. Yeah, I'm really ex- I'm really excited that, uh, that that's still around. And they're all now in safe places to never be moved again. Uh, we are drinking a beer with the segment. Uh, I bought a couple of beers today that I gave as options for Beer of the Week. Nice. And uh, this was New Product. It's a brewery that uh, I like a lot of their beers from, especially, of course, they uh, they make my favorite beer, which is the Tough Love Barrel-Aged Stout. This is an IPA. It is called Noisy Boy from Crux. It is a West Coast IPA, and it looks like it has a lot of the classic hops in it, right? Our latest West Coast IPA, loud and proud, symphonic wonder, exploding, blah, 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 blah. mosaic, Simcoe, and Citra, my friends, we call that the Holy Trinity. How do you feel about it? You know, this is one of the better Crux IPAs I've had in a while. Yeah, I think it's got, I think it's got some really cool new school hop character with like a little old school malt character. Um, to be kind of a true balanced American IPA, I'm kind of. I'm actually kind of really into this right now. They sell it as a West Coast IPA. It's not really that bitter. It I ha- would agree. It That's has that a new school aspect to it. It's got pretty good balance. <clears throat> I'm having a little bit of trouble with the mid palate being a little bit too like too clean. Okay. Like it's almost like I get a little hot flavor, then it's like I'm drinking liquid, and then I get a little hot flavor at the back end. I kind of felt that mm. way with the beer that we had on the pot uh, on the baseball show today as well. Like, yeah, maybe it's just the way my palate is today. I don't know. But it's like the middle was missing. Mm. It was like flavor. Interesting. Water. 
flavor. So I felt that was weird because I really like the the depth of flavor in IPAs that we can get. Uh, and I think the moral of the story of this beer is whatever brew you are, you know, I said it and I'll come back to it. The Holy Trinity, Mosaic, Simcoe, Citra. You know, that's that's the Holy Trinity. That are the those are the three hops that we in the IPA world uh, probably use the most. <clears throat> and we have seen that you can dabble in different amounts that you use of those three hops but they clearly play well together better than anything hence the religious uh praise be all view at those three hops all right you want to get into some trivia sir scared s-less let's do it we have eight questions for you and the listeners some of which will be quite easy some of which will be much more difficult what do you think is the over under for what i get right I think you will get over under, uh, I'll say four and a half. Okay, so just over 50%. Yes. Okay, all right. We will begin. Number one. You are not allowed to reference the COVID wall, by the way. Uh, Number one is Billy Martin. (laughs) This brewery is doing a beer series based off the popular game Dungeons & Dragons. Lewitt. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. There you go. There's one. We've had one of them on the podcast. I brought it in. They now have had two of them. One of them was a red ale. I talked about it a couple of weeks ago as my week in beer. Question number two. Derek Jeter. Oh, do you, we're going to do a little chit chat about the breweries afterwards too. Oh yeah. As opposed to just like eight questions in a row. Yeah. (laughs) uh, I had, I had a meeting today. Um, I had a meeting today at Smoke and Oak and, uh, which is downtown Vancouver, uh, just just a work meeting, you know, nothing special. But we were driving up, and and I've known Eric and Kimba, who are the owners at Smoke and Oak. If you like barbecue, downtown Vancouver, uh, Smoke and Oak makes excellent, excellent food. I've heard it's the best barbecue in the entire Portland metro area. Uh, it's it's pretty good stuff. Yeah, though those guys really really know what they're doing. And I was walking up there, and I've been there a million times, and I love those guys, and I love going there. But I remember walking up; it's right next door to Lewitt. And I was walking up, and I was like, "Man, we always have meetings at Smoke and Oak." Can I have a meeting at Lewitt? I haven't <laughs> been in a little bit. I'd like to have some beer. No, we'll be at Smoke and Oak. Just reminded me that I want to go to Lewitt. I mean, we went for a podcast <clears throat> two years ago now. Mm-hmm. I still think that was my favorite on one of my favorite on location episodes. That was a fun one. Yeah. I'd never been there. I don't they, think I had a hazy we liked. They did. Yeah. I don't think we had I don't think I'd ever had Lewitt before. And it kind of reminded me a lot of like old school Portland brewery. Okay. Where like it's kind of small. You know, the vibe is like things are kind of all over the place. The bar is in the middle. There's some tables over there. There's some over here. Mm-hmm. There's a back room with the TV that has tables or a, pro- a projector screen. I just I like the vibe. God, you should have seen the old days before they expanded in that bar seating area. Mm-hmm. It used to just be like there was a little bar two tables and then all the other tables were in the back in the brewery mm. which is now they're like loading dock yeah that was the old days and and i grew up just up the road so i always lou it's always one of those breweries that i keep tabs on and root for okay number two Derek, Derek Jeter. this brewery is opening a new location in troutdale and makes english style beers the answer is away days very good I thought I was going to get you on that one because it's a little in the <clears> bruise, <throat> mm-hmm. but it's not a brewery that we talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a brewery that I keep trying beer from. I really like their cans. 
a lot? Well, I love the uniformity they have in their yes. cans, that they're creating a brand. This is what our cans look like. And it's simplistic. And you know how much I love simplistic design. And they are following along with that. Um, I, <clears throat> I've had a couple of their dark beers. They have like a toffee stout. And then they do a lot of English style beers. I think the first one I had from them was an ESB because, of course, um, I just I think they're like a little underrated right now because I don't think a lot of people drink them because they're like, what's a way days? Like, what is this? Mm -hmm. But I've had a couple beers from them where I'm like, I think this is pretty good. I think they're onto something here. Plus, we don't see a lot of like true English style breweries out here. Right. I first learned about away days because I walked into the lion's den as the Toffee Club, may she rest in peace, uh, was a Tottenham Hotspur bar. And I walked in there with a buddy who was a Chelsea fan. It should probably be a West Brom club, right? <clears throat> and they, they were, the and, and they were, it was Tottenham Liverpool in a big Premier League matchup. And I walked into the Lions Den as a Liverpool kid. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> Why am I here? The food was excellent. The beers were English style. The bartenders were surly like English. Uh, and it was a really cool spot. And Toffee Club eventually closed due to COVID and stuff. But away days, I remember there was these two people, and I can't remember their names. They're probably still running away days right now, sitting there, and they were talking about wanting to start a brewery. And I was, like, waiting for the bathroom or something. And I was kind of like, what are you guys talking about? And they were like, oh, sorry, private conversation. And I was like, you guys are trying to start a brewery. I said that. So like, you guys are starting a brewery, huh? You taking over the back end? Because there used to be a brewery in the back. I was like, you're taking over the back end, aren't you? I'm like, oh, we don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't, we don't we, no comment. No comment. And that now is away days. There you go. <clears throat> and they're buying uh, the old Troutdale City Hall building to make that as their second location. Genius, genius idea. McMinniman's route. That is a you very know, the idea of, underserved craft beer area out yeah, far east. The McMinniman's route, the Steeplejack route at this point, the buying an older building and using that to your advantage for good aesthetics. I've also realized that I should probably pause before I answer these so our listeners have the chance to Especially when you know them that well. quickly. I yes. know. I was like, boom. Not yeah. fair. Blew it. Um, okay, this one. All of us should get this one. Okay. This was the easiest one I put in here, or so I thought at least. This brewery's logo has changed somewhat recently, but started as a lawn chair. Ah, uh, started as a lawn chair. I don't know if that's the correct terminology for it, but that's how I always pictured it at the very least. Yeah, and I believe the rumor on the street is, is they had to change it from the lawn chair because the lawn chair promoted drinking alone oh was a complaint i heard once there was just one chair in the logo because you're by yourself mm -hmm. drowning your sorrows in depression <laughs> i guess uh that would be my former employer yes the old breakside kids. maybe four and a half's a little bit too uh <laughs> too difficult for this because i was kind of expecting the first two you might get one mm -hmm. you were just on it you're on it uh, I, really, I just have to come up with more difficult questions. Too. I really miss that old Breakside logo. Uh, I think it's really cool. Although I think what they do now is a lot, a lot more sleek, a lot more modern. It's more modern, but I'll <clears> tell <throat> you, the second they changed it, I already I missed it. I yeah. loved for. I think you know why it elicited 
memories. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Breakside logo now is just like, it's a brewery. It's a logo. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas that, every time I saw it, I had a picture of the Jersey Shore. Mm -hmm. I had a picture of sitting on a chair on the beach with my feet up. By yourself drinking alone, depression. I was... Duh. <laughs> I was a kid, so no. Um, Start them early. But it, I'm not in Italy here, Patrick. I did, uh, although I guess you could call New Jersey Italy in, in some ways. Um, I just It always elicited those memories, and I loved it. Like, if, if your logo elicits a memory from people that's not drinking alone, drinking beer, I think that you need to stay with that. Well, and that's what's, and that's what's really cool about that logo now is you still see it on people around town. And when you see it on people around town, I see it on you. You see it on me from time to time. Yeah, uh, when you when you see that logo, it's not that old. It's not that far gone, but it kind of has this little piece of uh, you've been around, haven't you? Yeah, you know what's up. It's it's you know it's not old school in the sense of Deschutes old school, but it's old school in the sense of like okay. You've been Portland beer for a while, haven't you? I think what I appreciate about like Deschutes, for example, is they changed their branding, but they kept it the same. Right. Like before it was all circles. It just kind of modernizes. It was all the ovals with the like <clears throat> Oregon natural beauty scenes in them. And they changed it to modernize it a bit, but it still kept the same character. I think what would be interesting about Breakside is to pull beer people together and find a way to put both those logos side by side and see which one you associate more with Breakside. Oh. Still to this day. That rebrand happened four years ago. Four years ago, something like that. Four or five years ago. And I think I think you'd be I think most people would associate the new logo with it because of the steps they've made over the last four or five years with that rebranding. But I think the percentage of people that would gravitate towards the chair would be higher than you think. I picture the when I think Breakside, I don't picture the logo. I picture the chair. Yeah, man, I have a chair and the yeah, I've got I've got that hoodie. Man. This is what I picture. That's, That's my life. My initial yeah. thing. Number four. This brewery's number four. Lou Gehrig. This brewery's pickle beer made an appearance on our podcast and may grant you a wish as well. Little Jeopardy angle in there. Ooh, you know, a lot of people have done this pickle beer, and I think I, I, I'm i pretty sure I remember the answer. Anytime you're going to <clears throat> experiment, you might as well fully go for it, yeah. right? Right? And that's what Coin Toss did with their pickle beer. I made this too easy for Patrick, guys. <laughs> I really thought, like, that was, I was like, it's an Oregon City brewery. We've only had it once on the podcast. We've never been there. I think we've had it twice on the podcast, actually. What's we've never been there. This is a cool, like, I'm going to do a Jeopardy part, like, and you can get a wish. Sure. Tossing what's, a coin into a fountain. What's really funny is I was talking about, I was talking with a buddy today, and they were kind of like, you know, what, like, what's what's on the podcast? You know, how's the podcast been lately? And I'm like, oh, it's good. You know, Mike and I took a little time off, and now we're back and doing some stuff. And he was like, oh, cool. Well, what, what, what have you guys been talking about lately? And I was like, oh, um. <laughs> I literally pulled out my phone and looked up on the Apple Podcast app, pulled up the podcast and looked at the topics of the last three episodes and was like, oh, we did this, this, and this. Completely forgot. You're like, this pickle beer was on the podcast once two years ago. And I'm like, coin toss. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I don't know why that is, but I, I guess my memory isn't as shit as possible. I also think that um, 
we all are at a point with this COVID stuff where we're, you know, like, what's going on in our brains anymore? Yeah. Who knows what's happening? I am not looking at the wall. I am making a conscious effort to not look at the wall. This Central Oregon brewery produced a beer that began this podcast craze with a certain hop. Ah. Whoa. Ah. <laughs> I got him, guys. Whoa. I got him. A Central Oregon brewery began this podcast's craze with a hop. Well, the hop is strata. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. Um, I mean, I I feel like by reason of deduction, I would choose this brewery, but there's another one that's just coming to my head that's making me second guess that. Um, a Central Oregon brewery that turned this podcast into a craze for it. it is, the, the hop is Strata, and I believe the brewery is Sun River. Incorrect. It is Ben Brewing. Incorrect. It is Worthy. Worthy. Worthy did the Strata IPA. You are totally right. And we brought it in and had the purple label. The Oregon Beer Award silver medal, I believe. Silver medal a couple years ago for IPA in the state of Oregon. Was Strata that IPA? IPA. Um, we Worthy. brought that in early in the podcast, and you were like, I've never heard of Strata before. And I was like, I've never had a beer from Worthy before. <laughs> and we had the the beer, and we were like, oh. <gasps> This is amazing. Oh my God. Yeah. And to this and and right now it's probably my favorite hop still. I mean, when, whenever we do stuff with the Berlick boys, I'm like strata, 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 mosaic. strata, 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 strata. I love the strata mosaic combo too, because I'm a mosaic guy through yeah, and through. Yeah. I love strata as well. Um, hey. Worthy. That That's one. a good one. That's a good one. Worthy. Ah, I forgot about that beer. Three more. Should go find that in the stores. What's what number are we on? We're on six. You've number gotten six. four of five. So if number you don't, six is Joe Tory. If you don't get any more, you will not hit the over of the Ooh, four and a half. Yikes! This McMinnville-based brewery also has a location in Beaverton off of Twenty Six. I know that Patrick doesn't know the West Suburbs, which is why I picked this because Patrick doesn't know anything about beer out in Beaverton because he never comes out to my neck of the woods. This McMinnville Brewery yes. has a location in where? Beaverton. My friend, the answer is Golden Valley. Damn it, I thought I was going to get you on that one. <laughs> I thought I was going to get you on that one. Because oh, that's not a brewery that people talk about. No, no. It's, uh, it's a place I've been to only once. Uh, I actually thought their food was really good, by the way. Um, this was a couple years ago. But... Uh, I, I was just like looking on the Oregon Brewers Guild just to like look at breweries sure. and come up with questions. And I was like, I didn't know they were in McMinnville. I thought that was their only location in Beaverton. Well, here's the thing. Have you been to McMinnville? No. When you roll into downtown McVin- McMinnville, right there, bam, Golden Valley Brewing and Pub. But did you know it was in Beaverton? Or no. is that purely a guess? Uh, I know <laughs> they have other locations, and I swear I heard that there was one out west. There's only two locations, as far as I can tell. Right, so. but there's no Heater Allen. There's no Foreland. So I'm kind of like, what else is in McMinnville? Uh, a little power of production. I know McMinnville, so I might not know the west side, but I know McMinnville. <laughs> All right, well, you passed the four and a half over <laughs> under. <laughs> two more. Deschutes is Oregon's top brewery based on beer sales volume. Where do they rank nationally among craft beer? 
God, I look at these lists all the time. I haven't. I don't know if 2020 is out. 2020 would be really interesting. Sorry, 2021. 2020 would be really interesting just based on uh, COVID and all that kind of stuff. But I believe Deschutes is top 10. And uh, it'll be really interesting now that they have Boneyard in their profile to see if that pushes them up the ranks a little bit. They're not as big as Sierra Nevada. They're not as big as the Yingling. Well, Boneyard. Or Boston Beer Company. Let's say Boneyard's not anywhere but Oregon, right? Like, they really didn't distro much at all. No, but you put that in the hands of a nationwide brewery and sky's the limit. Yeah. Uh, I would like to think that Deschutes is probably number eight, Yogi Berra. Uh, they are 10th. 10. I'd like to give you half credit for that because you said top 10. Yeah. So you were correct. I knew they were top 10. I can't, they fluctuate a little bit because people buy stuff and things yeah. move around. Some but of the I, ones I, on the list are, are not ones I recognize. I think they were more like groups <clears throat> that were craft beer. Yeah. Number one, number is, one is Yingling. Is Yingling. Number, number two, two is Boston, Boston beer. beer Company. Number three is Sierra Nevada. Uh, number four might be New Belgium. Um, but there's yeah, there's some other stuff. It's like a they have different brewers alliance, Canarchy, things like that. Yeah, Canarchy was number four. Yeah, yeah. It, it just depends on whether you're considered independent or not. Okay, last one <clears throat> related. There are two others from Oregon in the top fifty of craft beer. Who are they and where are they ranked? Two other in the top fifty from the state of Oregon. Um, I'm pretty sure one of them is Ninkasi. Ding, 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 ding. They are second highest behind Deschutes in the state. Yeah, and I think they're around like 18 or 19. Incorrect on that. They are 33rd. Oh, wow. A lot lower than I thought. And God, there's two in my head. There's two in my head. One makes the most sense, but I'm worried the other one's sneaking up on me. I believe the other is Rogue. Correct. Okay. I was thinking Full Sail mm. because of Session and things like that. That's a really great corner store beer. <clears throat> uh, but Rogue. But I imagine Rogue has got to be pretty close to 50. Uh, they're 37th. Oh, wow. Okay. So them and Nkasi right around the same spot. Ro- Rogue, by <clears throat> the way, is someone who has family in New Jersey and is on the East Coast. Rogue is everywhere yeah that's the interesting thing i have about... not seen ninkasi everywhere i see deschutes more often uh, obviously but still like if if you go to like a grocery store or like a wine wine plus or whatever mm-hmm. they call that store um total wine total wine bevmo it's like rogue the oregon beer is rogue i know it's a really interesting thing and that's kind of the empire that they kind of built was that they you know they don't own their own backyard i mean their own backyard is so highly competitive has so many factors at play that what rogue has done is they have represented themselves as the organ brewery yep and that's what they've done especially with their you know farm fresh and their spirits and you know they've got their own their own agriculture (laughs) that they use in in their own beers that that's the old school Portland brewery that like grew up 
grew their wings and spread and flew away. Because mm-hmm. they don't have that big of a presence in Oregon right now. They don't. I sure, mean, there are rogue places and you go to them, but when we go to grocery stores, we don't see rogue as much. I see dead guy and that's it. And that's it. And they've pushed all their well, stuff into the rest of the nation. And bat squatch, which is a really bad hazy. But um I see those two. So it's all store. you know, it's all about, you know, your design and, and your your business plan. And Rogue decided to branch excuse me, and push themselves across the nation. Well, and they're one of the OGs, you know, or at least like sure. the, the second tier of OGs probably. For sure. and, yeah, second, I would say second tier. And But like the king of second tier. Yeah, but like the they did a brilliant job with the Rogue Nation thing. You become a member and you mm-hmm. get a beer on your birthday and they send you stuff and it's like, you, you see more Rogue bumper stickers than you see Rogue beer in this state. Without a doubt. I see Rogue, rogue bumper stickers every Everywhere. day. Everywhere. Every day. It looks like Keep Portland Weird. Yep. It looks it just, just says, like keep Portland. It just says weird. Rogue Nation. Yep. In black and like yellow. Um, so there you go. You got six of eight right. Yay! So you got the over. And uh, I think it was a little too easy. So if we do this again, if you guys like this, let us know. Um, I'll try to become a little bit more difficult. I think you underestimated my remembrance of this podcast. I did a little bit. Otherwise, I think, you probably were on point. I think I also underestimated your knowledge of some smaller breweries that I know that I didn't think you paid as much attention to, like away days. Like for me, I was like, I've had a lot of away days beers the last year and a half. I was like, I don't think Patrick has had this beer at all. Hey man, I'm a member of the Washington State Brewers Guild and the Oregon Brewers Guild. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. He knows a lot. I also sit in on North Bank Brewers Association. I'm just saying, man, trying to spread my wings. And fly. And fly. I believe. If you guys uh, want us to do this again, I'll think of tougher questions. More nuanced questions, I think, is the better answer. I think I was a little bit kind of surface level today. Should I ask you questions? You could. You could. We could alternate. <clears throat> you could ask me trivia. I'll be way worse than you are. Name the five breweries that end with nation. <laughs> <clears throat> with nation? Yeah. Culmination, oh. coalition, nation, migration. Co- coalition, nation. Yeah. Migration. Coalition, migration, nation, oh, culmination. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, see, huh? Huh? Not so easy there, Tex. Patrick, you said name breweries that end with nation. Oh, sorry, I meant Asian. Thank you. Sorry, I meant Asian. I was like, nation. I was like, you just said migration. <laughs> My bad. I meant Asian. <laughs> you said coalition. I'm hammered. I was like, coalition. I'm Are hammered. you hammered? So let us know. Coalition, uh, are you high? You have no idea how funny that reference is. <laughs> I don't. Instagram.com. They put CBD in their beer, man. Oh, do they? For a long time. Well, they don't exist anymore, but they did. Instagram.com slash beers and us. Let us know if you like the trivia idea, if it's something you'd be interested in us doing again, if you want to do an event with it based around it, uh, it would obviously be cool. So let us know. Instagram.com slash beers and us. At least people are happy that we sound like idiots doing this. Yes. They do enjoy our <laughs> idiotic uh, takes. Non-alcoholic beer. Blah. Uh, okay, coming up next is a beer of the week, which I'm very curious if it's the same beer that I labeled my favorite beer of the year. I know. I wonder if it'll sneak up on us. Me too. And we'll compare cans. Next, this is Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Beer of the week time. That was much better here on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. So the beer we have in front of us is the beer that I labeled my beer of the year this year. It was uh, 
Well, actually, I don't know if it's that beer. It is the same brewery. It is the same style of beer, yet it is a completely different name and can. So I'm not 100% certain what exactly is going on here. The beer of the week today is Everybody's Brewing. You're a good listener. Oatmeal Stout. Now, the beer that I picked as my beer of the year was Everybody's Brewing Sneaky Sneaky Oatmeal Stout, which we have the can from the COVID wall in front of us. Uh, would you do us the favor of reading the notes of said can? I need to determine if this is the same beer. Of or not. Sneaky Sneaky. Correct. This I have the is Sneaky other one. Sneaky, the old beer. Tiptoe to your beer stash and slip this one out on the sly. You don't want others to notice how fast these cans disappear. We use all the tricks in our book on this tip top recipe. Three different chocolate malts, a scandalous amount of oats. This smooth operator will sneak right into your list of favorites. 7.2. Okay. So I think it's a different beer then. This is your good listener, Oatmeal Stout. Uh, take a seat and reflect on the rich chocolatey notes. Can I ask something real quick? Yes. I just want to throw this out there. I think there's lactose in this beer. Okay. Based on a smell. Okay. I'm curious when you finish that. Uh, reflect on the rich chocolatey notes and silky smooth mouthfeel of this deliciously soothing oatmeal stout. Calm and smooth, devoid of distractions. Da, 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 da. This is 6.1%. So there's a large difference in ABV on this one. Oh, I take back the milk sugar. Okay. The smell, though, the smell is, the aroma is so creamy. It is so milky and creamy like a, like a, uh, like a cocoa cow. Yeah. You know, one of, one of my classic favorite dark beers on this pod. This is an incredible smelling beer. Yeah, the aroma is fantastic. Mm -hmm. But when you drink it, it's almost a different beer. Yep. It's extremely dry. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, and that could be a little, like we talked earlier, a little placebo effect that I smell and I'm like, oh, this is going to be creamy and it's dry on the back end and it's not super dry, but because the aroma is giving me that creamy, I'm like, whoa, this is way drier than I expected. I think that is part of it. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with that. I'm like, oh yeah, this is, I, I get what this beer is going to be. And it's, it's more like a dry Irish than an oatmeal. Yeah. Stout, kind I, of, I agree. Yeah. Like that kind of cloyingly dry. What's interesting is. I get some similarities to that beer, the Sneaky mm -hmm. Sneaky. This is not the same beer as that, though. No, no, no. That one was like, and they mentioned lots of chocolate. That one is chocolatey, smooth, as well as kind of like rich in the mid palate. This one, and, and it was an oatmeal stout, but it wasn't super dry. This one is like dry oatmeal stout with a little bit of the, the chocolatey smoothness at the beginning. But also, I mean, the nose... And this one is better than the Sneaky Sneaky, for sure. I agree. This beer smells amazing. I agree. What's interesting, too, is I get a real big nutty characteristic in the flavor, especially okay. on the back end. Like, as it dries out, I get this kind of, this real nutty characteristic, which I get zero of that in the aroma. And so it's it's interesting. I get nutty dry in the flavor, but I get creamy sweet in the nose it's interesting yeah it's like two different beers like how do you do that yeah how do you do that well i'm curious then because i feel like this is around the same time that we had this beer last year mm -hmm. like i'm looking at the covid wall where i grabbed it from which is right in the middle right before the non-alcoholic beer yeah so maybe that came out a little bit later than i feel like we did that in the summer but um that's a uh that's a Man, that really looks like a... No, it's not a tasting. 
Thought it was a tasting room. I saw that Apex Predator and it made me think that. But that's the tasting right below it. So no, yeah. Yeah. Just I, normal beer. I'm just trying to f- figure out. Okay, so the hazy clear we did from level, that was like, that was January of last year, wasn't uh-huh. it? And then the, uh, so you see where the Dab Lab is? Yeah. The one next to that, those five are a interactive tasting room. Yes, I remember that. And there's the holiday beer right there, the Jim Parker Holiday Yeah. yep. So yeah, I mean it's probably around the similar time then. So it's like it's like they slightly changed the recipe. Oh yeah, so basically a year ago. But I'm that makes me upset because the sneaky sneaky was so good, guys. <laughs> Why did you have to change it? But, I, but, I like this. I like this beer too. But I'm t- this is me. That sneaky sneaky was the best beer I had last year, and I, this is not the same beer. I like this beer. I absolutely despise this label. Yeah, it's pretty lame. Uh, I just, I don't like caricatures. I don't, and I just, I just, I just like labels that tell me who it's from. Also, if we're completely wrong and it's the exact same recipe as that, as that beer, please tell us everybody's, if you're listening, it's not, no way. I don't think it is. I mean, the ABV itself is very different, but, um, please come back out with sneaky, sneaky. That beer was sneaky, sneaky. So good. Sneaky, sneaky. So good. So good. So good. So good. I hate that song. I can't go that high with my voice. (laughs) All right. Well, there's our beer of the week. It's the You're a Good Listener oatmeal style from Everybody's Brewing. Not the same as the sneaky, sneaky oatmeal style that I fell in love with last year. The nose on this beer is incredible. It's also very good if you like dry stouts. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, very different beers. But shout out to everybody's. You guys can make dark beer. Yes. That's cool. Uh, you guys can just make beer. Yeah, you guys make beer. We both picked you as our most improved brewery. Petrichor Hellas. Mm-mm-mm. Still dream about you. That's going to do it for us. Thank you guys so much for listening. Next week, we have a style episode that was uh, picked purely by chance because I brought a beer that could have been a beer of the week today, and Patrick decided to move it to next week for style. We'll be doing Baltic Porters. Ooh, I'm really excited because this is where... The rubber meets the road. You know, we've you, you can classify all beers into one of two categories, a lager or an ale. And then there's Baltic Porter. <laughs> dun, dun, dun! Now, we had a Baltic Porter on this podcast many moons ago called Black Boss. It was from Poland. I actually brought it in myself, I believe. Um, that beer is amazing. The beer that I brought in for I don't for drink us- international beer. USA! 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 Melting pot, melting pot, <laughs> melting pot. Uh, the beer that I bought today that we're going to have next week is uh, a Von Ebert Baltic Port mm-hmm. called like Knights in Tallinn or Knights of Tallinn. Mm-hmm. And, I'm uh, going to try to go find one or two other ones just to well, help us out. Let's get the Black Boss one because that's a classic like old okay. school one okay. from Poland. And uh, we'll do that next week. And then Patrick's surprise, I now know what it is. That will we will try to do that two weeks from now. I, I'm gonna. I really want to do this, and I think we can do it. So we got a couple of weeks planned. Look at us. I just need a plug in on the side of a building. Who That's all thought? I need. Who would have thought? And a cooler full of ice. Look at us. Who would have thought? Paul Redmond. Hello. Sorry. No. The gif of him on Hot Ones where he's like, <laughs> Who would have thought? I don't know who that is. Paul Rudd. Oh, Paul Rudd. I know who Paul Rudd is. 
And I know what hot ones are. Hot ones are. You've right? never seen that gif? No, I haven't. You probably have. Dang. You just didn't know what it and was. I feel like I'm up to date on that stuff, too. That's kind of old now, too. All right, that's going to do it for us. We'll see you guys next week, Thursday at 4. Let us know uh, what you thought about the trivia, <clears throat> if it's something you want us to do more of, if you want me to bring tougher questions, if you are interested in doing some sort of a event at some point based around that, just for some funsies. And uh, let us know the beers you've been having. Instagram.com slash beers and us. We will see you next week. King Sake. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.